What's up and welcome to the Anti-Hustle Social Selling Podcast. I'm Andrea Clark, former family therapist turned network marketing leader and coach. I'm an attraction marketing expert, a top earner, and a mindset queen. I built my influence and business to the top using proven social media strategies and modern duplicatable systems, and I'm obsessed with helping you do the same. If you want to have true time leverage, boundaries, and fun in your business while rocking an abundance mindset, tune in each week for interviews, tips, and strategies that will help you trade hustling your face off for duplication, ease, and flow while still crushing every single one of your goals. So let's dive right in. What's up, what's up, anti-hustlers? Okay, I'm super excited about this topic because I was having a coaching conversation and this came up and I was like, okay, I got to talk with my um, podcast community about this, my anti-hustle community about this. So the topic is around things, the expectations that we set in our life that will really set us up for failure in life and business. Okay. And one of them I truly believe is when we are looking to others to validate us and support us for us to move forward with our goals, with our business, with decisions. Um, And when we aren't supported, right, we often take our foot off the gas. Okay. And so I want to break this down for you a little bit. And what prompted this topic is I had one of my mentees ask me, Andrea, how is it that you show up in your business when things are so hard in life, right? When you're going through hardship or, um, you're not feeling supported by, let's say your spouse or other people in your life. Um, when you don't feel well, things like that. Okay. And it, it prompted, and we had a whole conversation, but it prompted a discussion around like self-validation versus external validation. Um, and I think that we live in a world where people don't learn the skill of self-validation and self-validation is the key to a lot of things. Um, and so it's something I used to, it's a skill I used to actually teach in my therapy practice to adolescent girls and women who are really struggling with mood, um, relationships, self-confidence. And once they learned how to validate themselves, um, everything changed. And the reason why I taught that was because I had learned the skill myself. I learned it through becoming a therapist and I saw the power and the shift and transformation that I had from learning how to validate myself. Um, my life was never the same. It was a, that was a, um, core moment in my life that changed me forever. Okay. My self-confidence, my self-value, my self-worth. So it's not that I think that, we as humans should not have community and should not take the validation of others, but it should be a bonus or like icing on the cake. Okay. That's how I look at it. So for example, I have an incredible husband who is highly supportive of me and who I am and how I show up and all my ideas and everything I want to do. And my business, um, our, my business is our business, meaning it supports our family. Okay. He's currently not employed and, Um, it's the bread and butter of our family. And part of that is because he has supported me. However, okay, here is the deal. He's a human. And there are times that he has said things to me 
that have been highly discouraging and highly invalidating. Okay. And uh, irritating. All right. Like uh, fights. We've had fights. And this is why I don't believe in putting your eggs in the basket of another person. Because if I relied on his encouragement and his validation for my feelings of value or my self worth or my reassurance that I'm on the right path, um, trust me, there would be many times where I'd probably stop or I'd feel confused or um, I'd be discouraged or I'd be inconsistent in my business because my husband is a human. He's imperfect. He has his own opinions on things and he has a way that he was raised. So my husband, and he doesn't care that I'm sharing this, he has a tendency to be highly critical um, not of me as a person necessarily, but anything that comes to, he super loves to be up in the mix about my business and the team and what I'm doing. And most of the time I would say probably 85 to 90% of the time, he's very positive. Okay. He's positive or just neutral or like, Oh, that's really cool that you're doing that. Da, 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 whatever. Like I update him things I'm doing, things like that. Okay. But every once in a while, some of the stuff that comes out of his mouth, I'm like, why would you say that to me? <laughs> Like, that's my response. I'm like, do you think that that's a helpful comment? Okay. So he will say something really negative. He will, he did it actually at our retreat in May. Um, I just had a retreat last month and he was amazing. He, he, and I don't, you guys, I don't want you to think my husband's a jerk. He's just a human. Okay. We, I've done stuff to him too, right? Where I have a different kind of opinion. And so he's brought me ideas and he has felt by my response. Okay. So like, this is, it's not about him being a jerk or not being a jerk. He's not a jerk. He's an incredible man. I wouldn't be married to a jerk. Although some of us are married to jerks. Okay. So like, it's okay. You know, you got to figure that expectation around that out, but it's more about understanding that humans are humans and they are unpredictable and they're fickle. And sometimes when he's not in the best frame of mind, stuff just flies out of his mouth and it's the same for me. Okay. And, um, you know, I can be like, you know, really intense with my opinions and he has a tendency to be highly critical of certain things. So during our retreat, he came and told me something and it was very critical about, um, an event space that I got for, uh, one portion of the retreat that I, I didn't have the opportunity to look at. It was like a hotel room and look, I didn't disagree with him, but I'm like, I don't need to hear this in this moment. I don't need you to tell me how, you know, how negative and gross and this and that, or whatever you think it is. And while I'm busy hosting, you know, 40 people like time and place. So the whole point of me explaining all this to you is this, if I didn't have a very strong sense of self, and sense of why I'm doing what I'm doing why, and, and doing it the way I want to do it. And my value comes from me and God. And this podcast isn't about God necessarily, but this is my personal belief. You guys, I have a relationship with God and it's me and God first. Okay. My opinion about myself and my business is the most important opinion before anybody else's. My mentor, who I trust very much. And I take her opinion very seriously when I ask for it. My husband, who I love very much and am living this life with, or anybody else for that matter. Okay. My opinion on these matters matter first. They're the most weighted opinions of all the opinions. It's my business. I'm responsible for it. These people are not responsible for it. And nobody will ever go 100% all in on my dreams, my business, and what I'm doing more than me. No matter how supportive they are. They don't have the skin in the game on my goals like I do. It's just the way it works. So you can have the most supportive spouse or best friend or mom or whatever. They're going to be fickle. They will let you down sometimes with their 
response or lack of enthusiasm. Okay. They will let you down sometimes with their lack of understanding of your vision or what you want to do. They might be highly supportive, but it will never be the same as you validating you, you understanding you, you knowing what you want and you seeing the vision for how to do it. And if you're looking for validation or support from somebody else first to fuel you, you are going to fail most of the time. So what I what I mean by that is the validation from others is awesome. We are meant to be in community, you guys. We are meant to connect with others. We are, especially in entrepreneurship, you are meant to get others' opinions sometimes and get, you know, consultation, all of that. But that comes second. That's a bonus. That's the icing on the cake. That is not supposed to be the primary thing that drives you or makes you feel assurance. You have to find your assurance in yourself. And I have never approached any business venture and not that I'm like the most seasoned in the world, but I had my own private practice. Okay. Um, so I started out a nonprofit, which was like a private practice because you only got paid if you, um, you know, showed up, right. It wasn't a salary. So I was an entrepreneur as soon as I was out of college on some level, the structure was set up for me, but I had to produce. Then I was headhunted into a group private practice where the leads or the like clients were fed to me. Um, but again, I still had to produce and keep it going. Okay. Then I leveled up and I decided to do my own private practice. Well, that was a whole different ballgame. I had to, um, I had to build my own clientele <laughs> from scratch. And I started that when I moved across the country to um, a whole new city. So I didn't even have a big network where I lived in my new city. And I was starting a private practice from scratch that way. Okay. And I didn't ask myself if it would work. It wasn't about would a private practice work? It was about, was I determined to make it work? It was me and me. Okay. It was me and God, but it was me and me. It's always about what I know is true about me. Okay. Are you guys picking this up now? So when you bring in other people's opinions, whether they're positive or negative or neutral, and you put more weight on those opinions than your own, you are messing up your own self-assurance. You're messing with your own intuitive power, your own spirit-led power, whatever you want to call it, by putting more weight on other people's fickle opinions than your own self-knowing. So I didn't question, is this going to work? And at the time I was married to my ex-husband and I don't remember saying to him, Hey, do you think this is a good idea? Is this going to work? Do you believe in me? None of that. None of that. And by the way, my first husband, you guys almost hardly ever spoke words of affirmation over me. Okay. He was not a very encouraging person. He was not discouraging, but he was not encouraging. I did not have somebody speaking words of affirmation or validation over me. Um, he was very emotionally distant in that way. And I had to, I had to lean on my own relationship with myself to do these scary things. I also started my network marketing career when I was with my ex-husband and that was scary because I didn't have his support. I, again, he didn't say I don't support you, but he very subtly, um, didn't support me by not supporting me, right. Not affirming me. Okay. So it came down to me affirming myself. And so I've learned over the years, you guys, affirming yourself, having self-assurance, building and self-assurance, you guys, is built. All right. Unless you grew up in a home where you were really taught to listen to yourself, trust your intuition, to learn the skills of like self-validation, self-encouragement. And by the way, 
I know I'm all over the place with this podcast, but self-validation is a real skill. If you go Google it, it's a skill that's taught in a type of therapy called uh, dialectical behavior therapy. And there's like five to six steps or levels of learning self-validation. And um, I highly encourage that you learn it. And if you guys think that it's worthy of a podcast, I will teach you on a podcast. I'm happy to do that. Um, but once you get that skill down, it'll change your life because you will never look to others to validate you again. It'll just be icing on the cake. Okay. Um, it'll be a bonus. It'll be amazing. And the other thing, it will take pressure off others. When we are constantly looking to others to validate us, to fill a gap, to fill a void, that's a lot of pressure on other people in our relationships. Would you agree? Like, um, that for me to expect my husband to know, always know how to validate me or, you know, know the right thing to say to me all the time. That's a lot of pressure. Okay. And so when he does affirm me, and I'm talking about my second husband, when he does affirm me, it's just a bonus and it feels really nice, but I already affirmed myself. So it's just highly encouraging, but it's, I didn't need it. It was a little extra. Okay. It was a little extra whipped cream on, um, I like whipped cream. It was a little extra whipped cream on my, uh, I don't know, my fruit salad or something. Okay. Like the fruit salad was already great, but now it just puts a little extra deliciousness to the fruit salad. Okay. This is what I'm trying to explain to you when you're looking outward, you're setting yourself up for failure. You have to go inward. You have to go inward. Okay. Um, so let me go back though. So when I built my first business in, in a social selling space, I didn't have the, the, this app, the affirming anything. My siblings also are haters. Um, they're not haters anymore, but they've been watching me for 11 years, but in the beginning they were haters. Um, my ex-husband again, didn't quite hate, but definitely was not approving or affirming at all. And, um, most of my friends were jerks about it. So I had to be very determined to encourage myself. And I built that self-validation muscle even stronger. By the way, I did build a successful practice. Um, it took a little bit of time, but it got to the point where between my practice and my social selling income for my first company, I was even able to donate pro bono hours to a local church. Okay. So it's possible you guys, but you, it's only possible if you are committed to yourself, you can't commit to yourself and then expect to get the, uh, fuel from others. You have to get the fuel from yourself. Okay. And I believe that. Um, whether you're motivated or you have a day where you don't feel motivated, the internal drive comes from your self-value. When you love yourself, when you respect yourself, when you know how to validate and encourage yourself and speak affirmation over yourself, um, you can push yourself to do anything, literally. So, um, and when I say affirmation, yes, affirmations are awesome, but I mean like just having an honest conversation with yourself. So like I've had things, for example, when I first started this podcast, you guys, I was scared out of my mind. I was like, is this even going to work? I mean, I'm human. I have doubts too. I'm like, is this even going to work? Um, am I going to put all this effort into this and then it's never going to go anywhere? Like, I don't know how to SEO podcast. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to do that, blah, blah, blah. Cause I'm very messy action. And, um, and then I had to stop and affirm myself. So affirming myself didn't wasn't like, oh, you're amazing, girl. It's going to be amazing. Blah, blah, blah. No, I don't blow smoke up my own ass. Okay. Just like I don't blow smoke up anybody else's ass. But I did say, I was like, Andrea, um, you have always figured out anything you're determined to do. Even if it's messy, even if it takes a long time, you're going to figure this out. And I was like, well, that's true. Okay. It's like a conversation. It's like a coaching conversation. That's what self-validation is. 
It's like, how would you coach somebody else? Would you blow smoke up their butt? Probably not. You would probably ask them a couple of critical questions and then you would probably be really honest with them and affirm them in a very honest, encouraging way, right? That's what I do with myself. I'm like, okay, well, you know, it's probably going to grow slowly at first, but, but after a while you're going to figure it out and it's going to, it's going to, it's going to be what it's going to be. And maybe it's going to be a big thing, right? And you'll never know unless you try, but anything else that you've ever done always works out at some point or you learn from it. And I was like, yeah, that's right. Okay. I'm going to do this. Like I can do this. I'll figure it out along the way. I'll just every step I'll figure it out. And hence this podcast was born and it's, it is working now you guys it's working. I think this is like, I don't know the 43rd or 44th episode. And, um, I now have people finding me through the search engine on podcast platforms. It's slowly, but surely getting traction. And, um, that was the whole point was to help people (laughs) through this podcast and to express myself. And so I already have done what I set out to do. Now it's just going to be all amazing from there. And so the whole point of that is you have to learn how to validate, encourage, and affirm yourself because other people don't know how to do it for you consistently the way you want it done for you. Right. So sometimes if um, my husband tries to affirm me or like my mom or even like my upline mentor, sometimes I'm like thinking, that's not what I was looking for. That's not what I need right now. Well, sometimes they give me what I need, right? Or they hit the, they hit that the nail on the head with what they say or how they say it or whatever, but they're not always going to. They're freaking not in my mind. They're not in my mind. They can't read my mind. So I don't put that weight on anybody else. And I sure as hell don't set myself up for failure with it. Because I am the creator of my own destiny. It's me and God co-creating my destiny, right? And so if I'm, the, if I'm the one who has to put in the work and I'm the one who's creating this, why would I expect anybody else to um, have the weight of affirming me on it the right way? That's very silly. That's a very silly expectation. So again, it's a bonus. It's not the primary. If you can flip the switch and you can come to yourself for the validation, for the affirmation, for the self-coaching, for the self-assurance, you're going to be unfuckwithable, unfucking stoppable. Okay. I consider myself unstoppable in that regard. I know how to coach myself out of anything. I know how to coach myself through anything, affirm myself through anything. And anything that I am trying that's scary, I know how to talk myself through it. I have never taken the foot off the gas of my business. And it's because I have an internal driver of self-respect and self-determination that comes from the skill of like affirming myself. I don't look externally for that value. It all comes from within. Okay. So hopefully this all makes sense. I'd love to hear from you guys what you think about this podcast because it is kind of abstract and deep. But also I gave you some practical stuff and I'd love for you to shoot me a DM on Instagram or Facebook and tell me what you thought about this podcast. Okay. So again, I think it's really important that, well, I will say this, don't surround yourself with people who are constantly discouraging you or judging you or criticizing you because that will really be hard. Like I have had people like that in my life and it, even though I have a very strong mentality and a strong self-assurance over time, it slowly affected me. And in some, some of it in ways I didn't even realize until I was out of it. So our environment does affect us. Okay. I'm not saying it doesn't, I'm not saying that if you have self-assurance you're bulletproof 100%, but 
you're going to go further faster in life and business if you look to yourself first and foremost for validation and affirmation. And then the other stuff from other people is just a bonus. Okay. And yeah, get, get the people who are unsupportive and, you know, judgy and haters out of your life because you don't need that noise and that distraction challenging your self-assurance. Um, all right. Shoot me a DM if you had some thoughts or any ahas about this and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in and listening all the way through the anti-hustle social selling podcast. Be sure to subscribe. And if you like what you hear and are listening on iTunes, would you do me a favor and leave a review? Reviews are an important part of getting this podcast in front of more people to spread this anti-hustle message. You can also copy this link and share with friends or on social media. And thank you so much for locking arms with me and being a part of this important movement. Remember, social sellers need to learn different and effective strategies that are right for them to grow their business now more than ever. I know together we can spread the word that it's totally possible and it can all be found here on the Anti-Hustle Social Selling Podcast. So until next time, crush your goals and stay in alignment.